title of today is basically, it's kind of, I only spoke 15 minutes yesterday, but we ministered, man, it was great. The whole conference was incredible. Um, praise the Lord for our youth next level. That's an age group of 13 through 18. And praise the Lord for them. And uh, wow, amazing. Well, today's title is called Freedom at Its Fullest. Let's pray. Father, thank you, Lord, for this day. Have your way in this place, Lord. Use me as your vessel, as your instruments, Father. Thank you, Father God, that you will flow through me so that your people may receive what you have in store for them this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Have you, heard the, have you guys ever heard the saying, freedom isn't free? Well, that is 100% true. It isn't free. A price had to be paid. America, this beautiful land, amen, God bless America. We are privileged to live in such a great country, but there was, it was bought at a price. We were slaves to Great Britain. And praise the Lord Jesus for our soldiers. And our, and amen, I salute all the soldiers. And if you have any family members that are so, let's give it up for all the veterans and current people in the military right now that fight for that freedom. Because it's not only that we were free, we have to continue to keep our freedom. Because we know we have, we have enemies that are trying to take it. In the same manner. The ultimate price for our lives was paid thousands and thousands of years before we ever had America. That ultimate sacrifice, a price had to be paid for our sin. And we know who took that upon it, which is our substitute. His name is Jesus Christ. Let's put our hands together for what Jesus did. Let's look a little bit on what freedom is. Freedom is the power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. The state of not being imprisoned or enslaved, which is the exact opposite of freedom. You want, if you're a slave, if you're imprisoned, then you definitely are not free. If you are in jail, you are incarcerated, you are not free. You are the opposite. Let's look at what the definition of slavery is. It is a person who is owned by another person and is forced to work for them. Synonyms of slavery is bondage, enslavement, serv servitude, yoke, captivity, bonds, chains, imprisonment. That's in the Webster's Dictionary, but the Bible refers to slavery in a much broader aspect. And what is that aspect? Well, it's not physically enslaved. It's spiritually enslaved. That's why we were bought with a price. A sacrifice had to be made before Jesus came into this. Before Jesus lived the perfect life, fulfilled the law, died and resurrected, we were out of gas. We were all headed to the same death row. That's why the Bible says for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God, Jesus Christ, is eternal life. John 8, 36 says, Jesus makes a beautiful statement about his victory. He says, so if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. However, have we ever really taken the time to consider what we're freed from? I know a lot of us are going to really be paying attention today. Say amen if you're with me. This, in the Greek, this word also means liberated. Liberated means that you once were bound and now you're free. 
For example, if you were born in America, you already know what it is to live in a free land, well, at least before COVID. I'm not going to get into that. There we were forced to do things that many of us possibly did or didn't want to do. I'm not going to get into that now. But this is the land of the free. If you're born here, you already grew up free. I was born here. I didn't know what it was like to live in Cuba. But if you were in Cuba once, you were, you were bound in some type of way. But then when you came to America, now you're free. The Cubans are liberated that were born over there and move over here. Say amen. And there's other people from other countries that have been in certain areas okay I'm just showing you an example so you can understand but every single one of us in this place spiritually before Jesus we all were imprisoned all of us for the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life all of us have sinned before Jesus we all were bound there's two things I want to consider I want you guys to focus on First, what we have been freed from, and the second, what Christ has freed us towards. The first, what has he freed us from? Well, now we know. For all have sinned, Romans 3.23, put it up there for me. Excuse me if I'm speaking a little fast. I just want to make sure I get everything in because I only got a couple of minutes left. Look what it says here. For all have sinned. And fall short of the glory of God. The death, the, we already know the definition of captive is one who is confined. We were once all held prisoners of sin. We had no power with our own power to overcome the influence of sin. Sin was our ruler and it was that what held us captive. Now what's the penalty for the sin? Let's see what it says here. Romans 6.23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ our Lord Jesus. Guys, remember, I can be telling you things, but I want to make sure you read it in Scripture. This isn't, this isn't Pastor Albert's, uh, 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 in, uh, you know, this isn't what I'm saying. I want to make sure you see what God says. Someone say amen. amen. Outside of Christ, we all had an eternal death sentence. You and I are in death, we're in death row, but praise the Lord Jesus that through Jesus, we are now free. We all, once we receive Jesus Christ, we are what's called born again. Born again. What does that mean? I like to, I like to call born again. Now you are born again. I remember when Nicodemus, when Jesus, when Jesus was talking to Nicodemus, he said, how can I be born again? Am I, do I got to go back in my mother's womb? It's like, no. You're a new creation. You are born now from above. You are a new creation. You have been set free. Because of the spirit of God, you are free. You are free from sin, from shame, from guilt. Jesus has set us free. Now you don't have to worry about carrying that burden of sin anymore. You are truly forgiven and you are truly free indeed. Someone say amen. Number two. So now we know the wages of sin is death. We know that we were all imprisoned. We were all bound. Now we're free. Now we're out of this jail that we call sin. Now what? 
Well, now, what has Christ freed us towards? Because now we know, wow, we're free. The day that we die, we will be in heaven. Amen. That's a beautiful thing that we hope for, and we know it's coming one day. But what about now? What about while we're still breathing? Now we have access. Now you have what's called a heavenly passport. You are a citizen from above. Now you have access through Jesus to God. Now you have access to truly love, to have true joy, to have true happiness, to have true peace. Prosperity, dominion, authority, restoration. Look what it says in John 10, 10. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I want you to focus on what Jesus says. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Someone say amen. amen. Not just to be freed from eternal damnation. Not so that we just have to go to hell. No, that's obviously a part of it, but there's more. To live this life fullest here on this earth. You have access to everything that God is. Because God now lives in you. If you are an American, you are an American citizen. And you have a USA passport, correct? Now you have access to certain things that people without a passport don't have. Am I right? If you are a person, I'm not going to, I don't like saying the word illegal. I like to say undocumented. I don't like calling someone illegal. If you're an undocumented individual and you're here in the States and you don't have a passport, I promise you, you have, you have certain limitations. But when you have your passport from America, you now have access to a lot of things people don't have that don't have that passport. You see, when you focus and you realize what you have access to with your heavenly father, with your spiritual passport, come on, somebody. You have access now to the God, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. Now you can obtain things that before you weren't a Christian, before you didn't have Jesus, you couldn't obtain. But now you can because you have Jesus. Look what it says in James 4, 8. I love this verse. We've heard it before. Let's put it up there for the people. There we go. Come near to God and he will come near to you. This is the essence of what Christ has freed us towards. You are now a citizen of the Most High. So now we're free. We know that we are out of, we're out of that imprisonment. Now we know that we have access to live this life and live it in abundance and live it in its fullest. So why is it that people still have different struggles and still are enslaved to certain things? Why aren't they totally free from certain issues? Because to be totally free is to be totally free. It's not necessarily what, because sometimes people think, okay, now I have Jesus, now I'm free, now everything, now everything's all good. Why is it that there's still people that have certain issues and are bound with certain things in their life? Why do they seem enslaved to certain areas and certain things? Why are you enslaved to pain? Why are you enslaved to injustice? Why are you a slave to evil? Why are you a, 
Why aren't you free from all this? Why aren't you, why aren't you free from envious, envy, being envious? Why aren't we free from, from certain health issues? Why are, why are we in bondage to that? Why is it that people are, is it because, you see, it all happens right here in the mind. So many people have issues that we need to be freed from. You see, Jesus, when Jesus was on the cross, everything was already, well, he said, it is finished. Now we are victorious. God has already done it all. We've already won. But why haven't we won all of it? Like, how, why is it that people have been struggling? Why is it that people fall in the same trap? Why is it that we still deal with what we deal with? Why is it that I'm, we're still dealing with poverty, some of us? Why is it that we still have these struggles? Is it because it's God's fault? Are we not truly free? Well, yeah, I believe we're truly free. But what happens is the enemy lies to you and just wants you to stay put on that you're just out of jail. And one day you're going to be in heaven, which is great. But what about now? He's trying to manipulate you. He's trying to keep you tame. You're supposed to live this kind of life. That You have to know God wants you to be blessed now in every area. Because one day your hope is over there, amen. We know we're going to be in heaven, but I'm not supposed to live like this now. I'm supposed to be free from all of it. Free from pain. Free from certain character issues. Free from worry. Free from failure. Or thinking you're going to fail. Free from depression. Free from anxiety. Free from alcohol, free from drugs, free from addiction, free from disobedience, free from issues with your family. This is real life. But we deal with it. We have to deal with it. Man, you know how many people stress and take it to a level where it affects their health? Are you in bondage to that? Is, does the enemy really have you, man, are you free from your old ways? Are you free from your bad habits? There's things that we all need to work on, including myself, church. And there's times, man, that the enemy just wants you to focus on all the bad, and then you forget, man, to focus on what Jesus did for you, that he already took care of that. If you're going through a health problem, and you're God, man, the Bible says by his stripes, you are healed. Are you believing that or not? We are limiting ourselves when we allow the situation at hand to dominate what God wants for us. If you're truly free, man, in the name of Jesus, you need to understand that you are free and that God, we have to. The problem is two, two issues. Number one, you may have not even known, known about this. And number two, you possibly know it, but you feel not to choose it. Those people perish of lack of knowledge. Other people know the truth and choose not to follow it. You got that? Say amen. amen. Today is a day of awakening, church. And I feel, man, that the enemy is trying to keep us bound and doesn't want us to move forward. Wants you to continue to feel, man, what you're feeling. If there's something that's not of God in your life, it's not because it's God's fault. Don't question God. It's not God's fault. It's our fault. Because God is good. If there's something bad, it's not from my God. 
And sometimes things happen in life where we question God and, it's, and it happens, especially in a time of hurt and in a time of pain and in a time of need, in a time of want. There's some times where we can, you know, we can get frustrated, but man, God will make a way where there seems to be no way. There's going to be day that you may feel hurt. There's going to be day that you may be at your happiest, but God's always there. God will never leave you. God will never forsake you. He wants the best for you. He loves you. Don't get discouraged. Put your hands together, amen, if you believe that. Hallelujah. I got this first, and soon now I will close. True freedom is found in Christ. If some of you in here still may have your doubts, you may be saying, Pastor Albert, how can this be? How can I truly be set free? I keep falling in the same trap. You don't understand. This, is, this hurt is too much. You don't understand what I've been through. You don't understand what I'm going through. I don't, but God does. And I promise you one thing. If you do what I'm telling you for this next verse, I, you, will, you will be free in every single area of your life. Obviously, you need to believe it. And you need to allow God, man, to do his job. Because what happens is, is when we try to do God's job for him, we'll always fall short. Whether it's, man, even when you love, with, when, you're, when you're in your marriage, in your finances, in, in your pain, in your struggles, in your storms, whatever adversity comes your way, whatever obstacles. When we try to do God's job, we will mess up and fall short. Look what it says here in Zechariah 4, verse 6. Put it up. She said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zubrabel. Now, I want you to cross out that Zubrabel. This is the word of the Lord to Miriam. This is the word of the Lord to Martha. This is the word of the Lord to Pastor Albert. This is the word of the Lord to Joseph. This is the word of the Lord to Mary. I want you to say your name out loud. This is the word of the Lord to? Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. You can't do it, not by your power, not by the sweat of your tears, not by how much you work, not by how many hours you put into it. It's by his spirit. For we do not fight against flesh and blood, but against principalities and rulers of this dark world. This is a spiritual warfare. You can't do it without God. The reason why you've been failing, the reason why you're bound to certain things is because you're trying to fix the problem only God can fix. Someone put your hands together. And guess what? It happens to me sometimes. I, I, sometimes I try to fix the problem when it was God's job to do it. And then what happens is we fall short. And then later on, that's why you get anxious. That's why we get stressed. We got to let go and let God. We got to let go and let God. And then you will see what true freedom really is. Because what's God's job, man? He fights your battles for you. That's every single battle. Cast your, your worries on him. Cast your anxieties on him. Because he cares for you. And that is the, that's the key to true freedom, 
to be free for real in every area of your life. Cast your pains, cast your doubts, man, everything. God, you control it, not me. Because I know if I try to do it, then that's when I'll be enslaved and bound to whatever that thing is. It's really black and white if you see it, but man, it's easier said than done. Because sometimes when you have a spine, we're human. When we have that spine or that worry or whatever issue it may be in your family or in your job or, or whatever the case may be, man, it's really hard. But if it would, man, that's why the Bible says narrow is the road and wide is the, one, the road for destruction. It's not easy, but with God, all things are possible. And I promise you, man, you will get to the other side of whatever problem, whatever storm, whatever issues you're going through. God can comfort you in ways that you have no. He's the only one that can comfort you for real in a time of need and desperation and hurt and struggles. Who can comfort you better than whatever, whenever you feel that you're hopeless or you're out of it and, and the pain is so unbearing? God is the one that can do it. We got to let go and let God, because what the enemy wants you to do is be bound by that, be a slave to that, and then you don't know what it's like to actually be free from it. But I'm here today to tell you, man, there is hope in Christ, church. <laughs> 